Folks, let me give you some friendly advice. Do not be the creative who spends thousands and thousands of your hard-earned dollars on equipment each year without spending one penny on your marketing. If there's ever been a time to rise above the noise and do something just a little bit different to impress your leads and wow your clients, I would say now's that time. And my favorite way to do that is by leveraging print promotion using the photography that I am the most proud of. So our amazing friends at Bay Photo Lab have almost every product that you can think of, from magazines to photo books to promo cards that you can leave behind. And listen, if you just want something to dazzle your office or living space at home with, well, they have options for that too. You can get prints and wall displays from basically every style, from canvas to metal to acrylic. And the best part is you can get 25% off your first time order just by going to bayphoto.com, signing up today. They ship everywhere in the world, folks, and all their products look incredible. So do yourself a favor, start leaving an impact, whether it's for your personal memories at home or for your professional marketing at work. Bay Photo Lab, designed by photographers for photographers. You are listening to Entrepreneurs, a podcast that inspires photographers and visual artists who live their best creative lives. My name is Michael Durr. I am your host and a full-time photographer here to give you some tools so you can build your life in creative self-employment. Beyond that, I get to sit down with an amazing community of creative professionals to talk about process, business, and the lessons that have helped them grow. So let's get to it. Entrepreneur Season 2, kicking off next. All right. So today I wanted to kick things off with a question for you, even though I know that I'm in a room by myself and you can't respond to me, but I'm going to pose it anyways. Okay. What are your thoughts on doing free work? Now, I'm not talking about doing personal projects for your portfolio. That's something that you should always be doing. What I'm really talking about is doing actual work for a client for no money. Even though they have the ability to pay you money, you're doing it for free. And don't stress about the answer, okay? No one's there to really judge you, okay? You can judge me all day, and I hope that you actually do. I actually love the idea that someone out there is learning and discovering more about their career and their business as a result of just disagreeing with my take. And so what I wanted to bring up today is the subject of free work and why I have personally taken a 180-degree turn on my prior belief systems. Good day, folks. Welcome to the show. Uh, we are on episode 85 of Entrepreneurs, continuing to push that content that we believe we can make a difference, okay? So thank you for your time, your support. Uh, if you do get something out of this show, I would love and appreciate a review of the show. And you can do this on your favorite platform, or you can go straight to our website, which is entrepreneurspod.com and leave your review. I'm honestly very curious about what y'all have to say. So please, if you've got a minute, let us know how we're doing. All right. So for today's episode, I wanted to bring you back to when I first started shooting in photography. And like a lot of people, like a lot of you may be uh, trying to crack into the industry, whatever that actually means to you, I did a bunch of free work. And I felt like in order for me to build any form of visual style and the overall library of work that would hopefully eventually convince someone to hire me, I needed a lot more photos in my portfolio. I needed a lot more variety of photos to boot. So what did I do? I, I went and shot whatever came to mind, whatever inspired me, which was uh, sports and athletes. So I would go to the skate park, right, and make pictures of, of skateboarders. And I would go to a boxing gym and I would ask if I can make some portraits there. I would contact the closest community college. I'd ask them if they would need some shots of their football team free of charge. I just kept doing things like that for what felt like, honestly, a long time. It felt like I was doing it for five years and maybe I wasn't, but I think it was maybe the first year or two at the very least of doing free work, hoping for one of these connections to turn into a client. 
which they obviously <laughs> never did. So I started studying how to be a good business person at that same time, all right? How to make consistent revenue versus just making good pictures. Because I knew enough good photographers at that time, superior photographers uh, to, to me at least. And truth be told, I did not want to be them. I did not envy their position because I didn't think that their business was thriving based on the conversations that we had had. So my mindset shifted very quickly and I started adhering to these words of advice from you know a variety of different sources who would say things like, value your work and know your worth and don't set your value at zero. And as a person that really wanted to be as savvy as these professionals, I absolutely adopted that mindset. I turned down everyone asking me for exposure compensation jobs with a friendly, fuck you, pay me mentality. Okay, apologize for not yelling earmuffs, but uh, I didn't actually say those words out loud to anybody. But sure enough, I was thinking of it. Okay, so the way I saw it was I was not only ruining my career, I was also ruining the industry as well, which honestly kind of bothered me more than ruining my own personal goals, if I'm being completely transparent with you. I did not want to undercut anyone. I didn't want to set my value at zero. Um, and I don't know if you guys know this, but it's hard to it's hard as hell to give customers a free ride and then start asking for money. I mean, think about it. How many of you would drop Facebook like a bad habit if they asked for $3 a month? I mean, we're not talking a lot of money there in the grand scheme of subscription fees, but I'm willing to bet a good chunk of Facebook addicts would say, no, thanks. See ya. Bye. So the logic to me was never again will I do free work. The math just didn't add up. Only the hours did. So I was putting in a lot of effort into these assignments that never rewarded me for any of it. So I flipped my philosophy on doing free works 180 degrees. I slammed on the brakes. I flipped that car around. I drove it off into the sunset where I coasted for years. But that, my friends, is not the 180 degree flip I wanted to talk about. Double twist. It's actually the 180 degree flip that I did on that belief system that I'm more interested in. Because as I speak to you today, I actually believe that doing free work should not only be a occasional possibility for you, it should also be encouraged a little bit more regularly. Now, you don't have to buy into that philosophy. As you well know, your opinions and your actions are very much your own. But I will do my best to explain my change of thought. So the first reason that I'm going to suggest why free work can be uh, beneficial to you, and I'm only going to list off three because I don't want to go on a 10-list diatribe here. The first reason I think it can help out is that it can really fast track your level of experience. Okay, so think of a dream client or your dream job, maybe to the point of it being honestly too scary to even reach for. Ask yourself, what would help you get more comfortable at applying for such a job, right? For throwing your hat in the ring, what would it take? I would venture to say it would take experience, right? So if there's an opportunity to get experience adjacent to your dream gig, it might be a great chance for you to level up your game, right? So Let's take a scenario here. Let's say you wanted to be a wedding shooter, but you're nervous as hell because of the performance anxiety. You don't want to ruin somebody's big day. How else can you build up enough experience to eventually take the reins and be a lead photographer one day? Well, you could try second shooting and shadowing a photographer that you admire. And even if you did it for free, think of it like a force multiplier job, right? You can learn more in that one assignment, watching that person work, and then afterwards asking for feedback on your shots than you ever would have on your own. And I'm not saying you do a full slate of 50 weddings for free. I'm just saying, if you want to fast track your experience, work with experienced people on gigs that are just a little bit higher than your current level. And to give you a personal anecdote, this is why I've assisted so many photographers over the years. I don't get paid well to assist people on their shoots, okay? Sometimes I don't get paid at all. I do it because I'm getting paid an experience that is really hard to come by, okay? I've pulled from so many photographers that I've helped over the years. I see how they work, how they respond in certain situations. 
and I catalog all these experiences. So when it's my time to be the paid creative, I have a library of information at my disposal. So if you are in a position to do some free work, either with somebody there or just through the assignment itself, ask yourself, does that assignment have the power to 2x, 3x, 5x your knowledge base than had you just sat at home watching YouTube? If the answer is yes, then it might be well worth your while. Now, the second reason why I think doing free work can be sometimes beneficial is it can help you identify what you're really passionate about covering. Now, ironically, if there's anyone who actually needs to heed this advice a little bit more than the the average person, believe it or not, it's me. And I'll get to that in a minute. But first, ask yourself, what would you shoot if money were of no concern? My guess is you'd probably identify that answer rather quickly. Now, guess what? Clients ultimately want to know what that is about you as well. They want to know what makes you tick, what drives you, what are you passionate about? And if you follow just paychecks only, right, you'll have a portfolio that speaks to that sentiment, either as a specialist in a field that you care very little about, or as a generalist of many things that make you seem, well, like a generalist. And I think this is really where I turned the corner and started seeing the benefit of doing the occasional free work again, because I have occupied those roles for quite some time. And I can't help but think that maybe this has hurt me in the long run. Diversification in revenue is great. And we'll talk about that over the the course of this show. But that's not what I'm really talking about here. I'm talking about really building an identifiable vision, okay? A portfolio that speaks to who I am and what I really care about, or more importantly, who you are and what you really care about. And as someone who has mostly bounced back and forth between being either that generalist with no niche or that specialist with no passion, I can tell you it's sort of a lonely, isolated, and vapid place to be, right? There's very little depth there. And as artists, as creatives, that's the last thing we want to hear about our work, right? Now, I'm not ashamed of taking jobs to put food on the table and pay for rent, nor should you be. In fact, I acknowledge that even contemplating doing free work uh, comes from a position of leverage and a potential privilege here. But if there is an opportunity to strengthen your artistic fingerprint, a well-thought-out and a well-sought-out assignment can help you align your portfolio with your passion. The caveat in that, though, is that you don't just accept free work randomly, you try to seek out something that really is going to help you get to that next level of your creative identity. And my third reason for doing some occasional free work is really no matter how you slice it, you're paying for marketing in some fashion. So why not let a creative process be the occasional marketing tactic? Okay, so chances are many of you have already paid for some form of marketing in your past, okay, either via maybe ad space, maybe it's print materials, maybe it's client gifts, maybe networking events or business coaching or reps or whatever it might be, without overdoing it, why not view the occasional free assignment as merely another marketing expense for your business? And again, I'm not saying advertise yourself as a free photographer for anyone who asks, but strategically, is there a way for this free assignment to be leveraged? Can this one lead be turned into many leads? That's the question I want you to ask. And remember how I brought up how the experience itself can be a force multiplier. Well, what if we applied that to a marketing perspective? How do we turn one lead into many leads and do the work for us, right? Maybe the person you did this free job for will hire you down the road, or maybe instead they'll pass your name along to another person that they know. Well, what if there are other people on this job, like your makeup artists, your stylists, your art directors, your editors? You know, a lot of them are freelancing all the same too. So if you build a connection with one of them, if not more of them, and they pass your name along and it gets passed down again and again, and maybe you just kind of broaden your overall networking spectrum here. 
Now, maybe you don't connect with anyone on the project, but your work from this project ultimately does. I would ask you this additionally. If you were to take this job, who are the other leads you would send this campaign to to showcase your work? If you don't have an answer to that, you should line those names up well before you take it. Again, we want to turn one lead into many. So as long as you have a strategy for that free job, I think your potential can be actually maximized. And that's really the the overarching principle here that I want to reinforce and leave you guys on, which is strategy. Okay, so I believe that you can take free work, um, occasional free work. All right, don't be a psycho about it. But you can take that free work on the premise that you can strategically leverage the experience or the work itself. Right, that's the best way that I think you're going to get something out of a free job. And I know the serendipitous things can happen, but by and large, luck is going to favor the prepared. So if you're saying yes to a job because they promised you exposure, just do your due diligence and ask yourself critically if that exposure is actually going to lead to anything or is it just BS. Do you have other leads that would love the new content that you're going to produce? Does the experience force multiply your skill sets? Does the portfolio align with your vision? Okay, Does this free job put you in better position for your career had you not done it at all? These are very important questions to ask yourself. You want to be in better shape for having done this free job. So wherever you stand on this issue, whether you're on the opposite side of the aisle as me or standing right next to me, asking yourself these questions at least puts you in a position in which you have critically thought about your business and your next step in your career, Okay, which I believe will lead you in the right direction. And lastly, I will leave you with this. Do your own research on who you are working with. Okay, Ask yourself, is this job being exploitative of your creativity and your services, or is it merely just a project that they can't currently commit a whole lot of money to at this point, and they're just feeling you out? Okay, The latter is something I can live with. The former, I cannot. Do not do business, even free business, with manipulative and exploitative people. Just not worth it. All right. So that is going to do it for me today, folks. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. Have a great day, everybody, and I will see you guys next week. What's up, entrepreneurs? Thank you for tuning in and making it all the way to the end of the episode. If you enjoy the content you just listened to, hit subscribe and tune in again next week. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Entrepreneurs Pod for updates, promos, and giveaway contests that we run throughout the year. And if you haven't already, be sure to check out our really cool website, EntrepreneursPod.com. It's a great resource for you to download informational PDFs and booklets, access discount codes from our amazing affiliates, and read what our audience is up to on our community blog. For now, I just want to say thank you for tuning in, supporting the show, and being a part of this journey. This is Michael Durr signing off for now, Entrepreneurs Season 2. Let's go. This episode of Entrepreneurs was brought to you by Bay Photo Lab. First-time orders receive 25% off on any professional photo printing product or service. Yes, I said 25%. Just go to bayphoto.com to browse the amazing selection of gifts, prints, and displays. That's bayphoto.com once again. Thank you all for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.